Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in Isaiah 38 and it's a very interesting chapter. In it, there's a, a uh, some examples of what are called prayer letters from the, the olden days. And it was an actual letter that someone would write. It was the copy of their prayer that they were praying for whatever the topic was, whatever the situation was. There's an interesting one from the from the uh, Sumerian. It's a Sumerian prayer letter. It's from uh, King Sin Idbin, <laughs> something along those lines. Anyways, it's an example of of how a king was, you know, having a challenge, having a problem. In this case, there was a disease that he was having, and he wrote a letter to um, his his god or goddess for healing. It was also about a battle that was being fought. And so it was really the, um, the, the, it was about the Assyrian army commander and asking for help during an upcoming military campaign. So not only was he sick, but he was also then looking for help with this upcoming campaign. Sounds a lot like potentially the, uh, the leader or the commander um, that was facing um, Hezekiah and facing him down at the walls of Jerusalem. And so in 38, we then have examples of Hezekiah's um, letter that he wrote to God and or about his prayer that he prayed to God and then copying it. And the first letter, it doesn't really break them out here, but there's apparently there's a, there's a couple. And the first one is really it's the plead pleading for for healing because he was very sick and he was incredibly ill he was on the verge of death and then the second then he gets healed and god grants him another 15 years and then um he has a a copy of the the prayer of when he was healed and his thankfulness to god and you know just thanking him for his mercy and whatnot the timing on this I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's basically when the whole issue was coming down with the the commander of the Assyrian army was surrounding Jerusalem. It might be why um, Hezekiah wasn't actually on the um, walls of the city receiving the information from the, the commander who was coming to talk, and instead he sent his administrators and bureaucrats. So it may have been that he was ill and that he was struggling with this because one of the letters talks about how God granted him the the healing and also would protect and, and protect the city. So with that, um, chapter 38, verse 1. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amoz, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says, put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the Lord of the Lord came to Isaiah, Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life, and I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend the city. This is the Lord's sign to you that the Lord will do what he has promised. 
I will make the shadow cast by the sun go back to the ten steps that has gone down on the stairway of Ahaz. So the sun- sunlight went back the ten steps that had gone down. So here you were, he was dying. He was told by um, Amos to uh, put his house in order because he's going to die. And um, he went and prayed directly to God. Again, he doesn't hear God's voice. He doesn't hear the answer. It's communicated through um, Isaiah because the prophets and the priests were the ones who had and heard God's voice and had the, the communication generally. And so God heard him and then went and healed him and demonstrated his commitment by having the sun go backwards. And it's there's another time in the Bible where that happens. Um, I believe it's when Jacob is, is fighting and God leaves the sun in place so that he has more time to slay his enemies. So interesting piece here. Um, and again, it's written out. It's part of the prayer. And now we get into the actual writing um, of the prayer that, that Hezekiah did in verse 9. A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after his illness and recovery. I said in the prime of my life, must I go through the gates of death and be robbed of the rest of my years? I said I will not again see the Lord himself in the land of the living. No longer will I look on my fellow man or be with those who now dwell in this world. Like a shepherd's tent, my house has been pulled down and taken from me. Like a weaver, I have rolled up my life, and he has cut me off from the loom. Day and night, you made an end of me. I waited patiently till dawn, but like a lion, he broke all my bones. Day and night, you made an end of me. I cried with like a swift or a thrush. I moaned like a mourning dove. My eyes grew weak. As I look to the heavens, I am being threatened. Lord, come to my aid. So he sounds pretty sick, right? And he's, uh, you know, not doing well at all. And of course he turns to God, Lord, come to my aid. But what, what can I say? He has spoken to me and he himself has done this. I walk, I will walk humbly all my years because of this anguish of my soul. Lord, by such things people live, and my spirit finds life in them too. You restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. For the grave cannot praise you, death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your faithfulness. The living, the living, they praise you, as I am doing today. Parents tell their children about your faithfulness. So he's he's healed and you know, recognizing where the healing comes from, he then wrote the second letter of praise for his healing. The Lord will save me, and we will sing with stringed instruments all the days of our lives in the temple of the Lord. So again, he's just continuing with his praise and gratefulness for the salvation that he had. Uh, verse 21, Isaiah had said, prepare a poultice of figs and apply it to the boil and he will recover. I guess that was the treatment. Um, he obviously had boils or at least one and uh, Isaiah was told how to heal him. Hezekiah had said, what will be the sign that I will go up to the temple of the Lord? So this part's a little bit, uh, you know, it's, I guess that's the uh, part of 
what was happening and whatnot. It's not part of the letter, the the prayer letter, but it's um, just going back to what I, Isaiah and you know a, a narrative of what, what happened during that time. Again, to me, this is part of the whole event of the city being surrounded by the king of Assyria's army and the threat that they were. And during that time, Hezekiah is ill and then God saves him and his people and city. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on in our world today. And for me personally, there's been a lot of challenges. Um, and one of the things that I'm, that I'm really working hard on is waking up in the morning and not turning on the news, not turning on the TV, but turning on, for me, it's the message on Sirius XM, but turning on praise and worship music and getting my head right, getting my mind and my heart correct before I start my day. And that includes um, my prayer time, you know, praying with God and talking to him. It's also just reading the Bible um, and seeking out his, his word and getting to know it better and just moving through each day trying to get closer to him on a daily basis. If I turn on the TV and immediately watch the news or get distracted by something else, if you've been to my website, you know I love to fish. Um, at least you've seen some pictures of fishing stuff. Um, there will be videos coming in the near future. But you know that I love to fish, and so I can watch fishing sh shows. I can get online onto YouTube, onto Getter, and all sorts of things, and just get distracted very quickly. And generally, those distractions are not beneficial to me because there's so many negative stories out there that if I don't put into my heart right at the beginning the Word of God and His, His presence, then the presence of the world comes into me, and I struggle for the rest of the day. So I would just encourage you, as I encourage myself, this is part of my journey. I have to get up, start my day positively, and being filled with the, with the Lord in music and prayer versus immediately trying to see what's happening in the world. So with that, I, I really hope and pray that you um, are moving forward on your journey. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Just drop me a line um, at just a guy at just a guy and his world.com. And uh, we can go from there. Lord, I thank you for this day and for all the many blessings. I thank you for the, the joy you've put in our lives, the people you've put in our lives. I thank you for our friends. I thank you for our family. And I thank you most of all for your son and the salvation that he has brought. I pray for you to help us and guide us. I pray that we would hear your voice telling us which way to turn and that we would know what your voice is. I pray we would see others as you see them and that we would really understand who you are and know what your voice sounds like. I thank you for all the people that listen. I thank you for being in my life and guiding me each day. Thank you for helping me through the struggles, for giving me peace, and I just pray for your, the peace that passes or surpasses all understanding, would be upon all of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.